Welcome to Catalyst Podcast. Catalyst is an inclusive podcast that prioritizes Black and Indigenous healing while combating socialized mindsets. Within the space of decolonizing and deconstructing, Catalyst taps in ancestrally, intuitively, and with a community-based approach in order to disrupt oppressive paradigms. I'm Nike Oria, a creative consultant and an ancestral disruptor, and I help others create safer healing spaces that are inclusive and reduce harm, especially for Black and Indigenous women plus and femmes. Welcome to the space. Hi besties, welcome back to Catalyst. I'm your host Nike. I'm so excited that you're here in the space with me today. I hope you all are having an amazing time and if you're not and like days have been rough, I feel you too and I hope that it gets better because living life is hard, living life is hard, but nonetheless, I'm so glad that you were able to join me today and we could chit chat about all things spiritual. And today's episode, we're going to get deep. Okay, we're going to get heavy. (laughs) But we're going to talk about abandonment issues. Raise your hand if you have abandonment issues. I feel like every person I've ever met has abandonment issues. Like everyone, everyone, everyone. But um. Let's just dive into this episode because I don't really have any announcements. Um, And yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so abandonment issues, abandonment wounds, like we'll get into into the tea of it. But usually when I think about being abandoned, it always goes directly to the inner child. But also I think about how I think we stereotype how abandonment issues looks like. Like, oh, you need to come from like a broken home or you need to have an absent family member, absent parent, or you need to have gone through like a huge amount of trauma. And the thing is, just like everything, I think there's a spectrum of feeling abandoned. And um, I say this all to say that As we go through this episode, as we talk about it, if there's an inkling, if there's something that resonates with you, even if you haven't had like, you know, the stereotype experience of the quote unquote abandonment issues, allow yourself to validate that you may feel abandoned and you may have these wounds and you may feel like you weren't held in nurture, even though from the outside, you should have the picture perfect experience because none of us have the picture perfect experience. And even within those spaces, trauma happens. I just wanted to say that because I think a lot of times we stereotype what trauma looks like, you know, from like the idea of like daddy issues as a whole stereotype and the idea of codependency and like the narcissist of narcissistic um relationships like parent child relationships like we just stereotype of like oh like that your experience has to be this in order to have this wound and that's not true at all so validate yourself validate yourself if you feel it because trauma looks different for everyone in every different lived experience. 
So let's talk about the fear of abandonment. And like I just mentioned, I haven't met someone who doesn't have abandonment issues, like, you know, who I talk in death about our trauma with. And so the fear of abandonment is actually natural, especially if you think about how human beings and actually like living beings actually rely on community to to survive. And we have moved as human beings to more individualism, but um, you could see the effects of how harmful that is for a lot of us. And if you decolonize the way that we interact with each other in society, you'll see that um, community-based approach is much more healthy and it's much more nurturing. And so it makes sense that having a fear of abandonment is natural and it happens for a lot of people, especially the more that we lean into individualism, which is a construct of a white supremacy. Y'all know, y'all know the deal, but um, you can experience it any time in your life and you can experience it multiple times in your lives. Um, and it could be really harmful and it could be something that really, dictates how you live your life, especially if you're not aware of it or you don't try to understand it and you don't try to understand this fear. And so that fear is like the fear around being left, being discarded, being easily replaceable. And so it can come from, again, inner child wounds, like dynamics with our parents, feeling abandoned by them physically and emotionally. So like you can feel abandoned by a parent who was there physically, but not there emotionally. Um, it can manifest through experiences of someone passing away that was really close to you. It can even manifest in like um, tension <laughs> that then uh, leads to disconnection between family members, friends, or even romantic situations and breakups. Or even from like, just like experiences and opportunities, you know, if you were off, if you were going, offered an opportunity and then it was just like taken away from you or it just didn't work out, that could also breed this feeling of abandonment. And so, it can also lead and connect to other emotions that we might feel. We might feel, you know, uncertain about ourselves. We might have trouble trusting others and trusting ourselves and trusting our decisions. And it makes it harder to have a relationship with ourselves when it comes to making decisions that we feel like are going to help support us. If we're, if we're fearful that the decisions that we have made in the past have led to our abandonment. And also I think a huge thing that isn't necessarily talked about, and I talk about this all the time, but I kind of really escaped my mind briefly is self-abandonment. Self-abandonment is when you abandon yourself. <laughs> Great definition, Nike. But self-abandonment is when you put your needs to the side and you don't center yourself, especially during the times that you need yourself the most. And so that can be really harmful and that really, really causes us to not trust ourselves and to have, um, to have a difficult time 
being there for ourselves and nurturing ourselves, especially if we continue the behavior of self-abandonment. I actually have a really great um, post on my Instagram that I made that a lot of people resonated with when I was talking about self-abandonment because there's that was something that I made to myself. It was a promise that I made to myself to um, really focus on not self-abandoning myself any chance that I was super conscious of it because it makes a huge difference when you start to um, be there for yourselves. And so that can look like not trusting your intuition. That could look like engaging in codependent relationships or relationships that don't really serve you or serve your highest good. It can look like dismissing your own emotions and feelings. That's why I wanted to mention like your feelings are valid if anything resonates with you, even though stereotypically you're not necessarily supposed to quote unquote have that trauma. Like allow yourself to feel connected to the experiences and emotions that you're feeling when we're talking about things like this or healing. Oh, and then a huge part of self-abandonment is actually people-pleasing and craving outside validation um, instead of really learning self-reliance and advocacy. Um, so yeah, self-abandonment is connected to abandonment so you can feel abandoned by others and you can also feel abandoned by yourself. And so when you've experienced that, it can create the feelings of being insecure, of not feeling worthy of loved or cared for, of not feeling respected. And so then it kind of leads you to questioning, am I loved? Am I worthy of loved? Am I worthy of respect? Am I valuable? Am I an asset? And the thing is, yes, you are. But when we don't feel like we are, it can really wreak havoc on our mental health and our self thoughts. And so that's really hard to deal with. That's really, these are really hard and difficult emotions. And then it can lead to, again, creating the cycle of becoming a people pleaser or a savior in order to try to mimic creating the feelings of being fully nurtured, but like it's not actually authentically being done so because the dynamics of um, looking outside of ourselves for validation. And so of course you're going to be affected by this, but there are things to do to kind of help support your abandonment wounds and your abandonment issues that you may have. So number one is acknowledging it. Number one is understanding, okay, this is what I feel. And these are things that manifest because of this wound. And to really be like kind and sweet and nice to yourself, because acknowledging your wounds and your triggers and your healing is actually really, really hard. Being honest with yourself can be really, really difficult and paying attention to the parts of yourself that feel ugly, even though they're not, but that we have been socialized to view as ugly is super hard. So give yourself kudos. 
The next thing is to really tap into your emotional body. Um, I think tapping to your emotional body is really important because you can see how it manifests physically in your body, but also how the emotions arise in your body. And I've been talking a lot about emotional body and I think it's because of somatic healing. I 10 out of 10 recommend somatic healing. If you don't know what it is, it's really the use of modalities of healing with like tuning in with yourself and the different parts of yourself and your body. If y'all need a someone, DM me. I got a person who's amazing. Um, but so tapping to your emotional body can help process these feelings, but also help minimize the, the way that sometimes our emotions can affect our physical body that can be super overwhelming. So that's why I really advocate for it, especially as someone who has generalized anxiety, I really advocate for tapping into our emotional body to make sure that not only you're emotionally you're good, but physically you're good. And so the, with emotional regulation, that means understanding the emotions of your self-abandonment and the wounds of abandonment that you might experience and kind of validating them acknowledging them by saying, I understand this is coming up. And then once you are able to acknowledge it, you're able to address it. And you can engage in self-abandonment by refusing to understand your abandonment wounds because if you reject and suppress and ignore parts of yourself that is continuing the just putting your needs to the side. And so I think it's really hard not to do that because also sometimes it's hard to deal with our emotions, especially if we feel like we're alone with it. But um, once you develop the space and the capacity to meet your own needs, to validate yourself, to support your own needs, you are able to then integrate healing that really truly and authentically is serving your highest good. And it's important when we're doing this um, to, to also notice ways that we might self-sabotage this part of healing because number one, it's really hard, but also number two, if you're used to self-abandonment and you're used to others abandoning you, we can also follow the cycle of abandoning this healing. It just happens. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, a lot of abandonment issues do stem from childhood. So tapping in with your inner child and checking in with them and also, um, and also what's the word I wanted to use? It's just giving my head. But um, also getting your inner child a voice to help guide you in understanding your abandonment issues is so powerful. That's something that somatic healing does to the various parts. It kind of, when you go through somatic healing, you ask yourself what part is coming up and the parts can be like an age. So like if you're tapping in, maybe your inner child at age five has some really great insight on why you feel this way when something happens and why it's connected to your abandonment to wound. And so <sighs> abandonment issues are something that can also leave 
us feeling emotionally exhausted and not really able or not really feeling able to to center our needs, especially when it feels really heavy. However, there are some coping mechanisms that you can help to make it more sustainable for you when healing, because healing is long-term. It's something that's not a sprint. It is a nice, brisk walk <laughs> along the beach. I say brisk because we want it to be in motion, but it's something that you can definitely take your time with. And it's actually not a straight line. It can go any which way. Um, and so it also has an effect on your experiences and the experiences that you call in, right? Like if you're, it's hard for you to trust people, then you're going to have a hard time trusting people. And so acknowledging these past, um, hurts that you have with abandonment and the wounds and feeling those feelings and feeling your emotional body is the first step. But also, I know this isn't necessarily easy for everyone or accessible, but I really feel like leaning into community-based healing spaces, especially in healing spaces that, you know, do care about your healing and any identity that you hold can be really important because I think a testament to abandonment or not a testament, but a testament to healing abandonment wounds is knowing that yes, you can trust other people. And yes, there can be people who are out there to hold space for you. And also as a reflection that you can authentically hold space for others who are healing as well. I think community-based reproaches are just really important for us as humans. Um, and so by kind of tackling the issue of, of individualism that is connected to abandonment, by embracing your role in a community, it can be really, really helpful. And I know, again, I really want to acknowledge that it's actually really hard to find communities. Um, it's even hard for me, but um, just like even starting at any point or even y'all being a part of this podcast, like I try to make this community based, I'm sure I could do a better job, but, um, if you join my Patreon, like we're a little community there. So yes, <laughs> but that can really help with, you know, changing the narrative around your healing, if how worthy you are and how valuable you are, because you are. And sometimes we just need to prove that to ourselves and we need to show it to ourselves, but we need to take the first step. And again, I really want to mention this. I think this should be a step on its own, but like really work on the relationship of criticism and trying not to criticize yourself because that can really hurt the process we make, the progress we make in our process of addressing our abandonment wounds. Because if we have this thought, these thought processes of not being good enough and not being worthy enough, then our inner critic can lash onto that and can make the process more difficult when it comes to addressing and healing and validating these wounds. And so validation is really, really important for us. And of course, we're human. So sometimes we're going to have moments of doubt and criticism. However, 
if you get into the um, habit of combating every every harmful thought with a empowering thought, it's like one of the most like powerful things I've ever engaged in. I actually saw this person's video. I see her on TikTok all the time. I her name is escaping me now but she was talking about shifting the narrative and so like the first thing she said oh like she made the example of saying sometimes we have the thought of like well what if this person doesn't like me and so she shifted it to say well what if you don't like them it's just like combating these thoughts that can be really harmful that can also feel like they are automatic because we have been socialized and they're like we're just used to these thoughts and combating them with like the opposite thoughts just to see how it feels and to kind of rewire our brains and how it automatically jumps into criticism there was another thing she said like I don't know but I can make an example so like if you have a thought that's like well what if I'm not worthy enough for this friendship, you can combat it by saying, well, what if my worth isn't determined about on how good I am as a friend, it's determined on how vulnerable I am as a friend. Like things like that, I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to like make an example for y'all, but basically the example that she gave was like golden. And clearly I need to work on it myself, but yes, combating the automatic thoughts that feel automatic and feel like they're like so a part of you with the opposite thought that can be more, can feel better and more empowering is a really powerful way to kind of start shifting the narrative around your worthiness when it comes to being abandoned and address the wound. And also, like hype yourself up hype up your strengths hype up the things you're doing well we so often go for the things that we're not doing well and like I am guilty of this as well but like you got this you are strong you are smart you are powerful you are badass if you need to come back to this podcast and go to this part and remember that and you just need to hear affirmation I'll tell you again you are smart, you are powerful, you are badass. You're one of the coolest people I know. You're authentic, you're genuine. Everyone deserves to have someone like you in their lives because you are an amazing friend, you're an amazing partner, you're an amazing human. You always go to bat for your family and your friends and your amazing community member. If you need to record this part, and listen to it every single day, do it because we don't hype ourselves up enough. And sometimes we don't hear hype of ourselves enough because again, sometimes we're stuck into the individualism of it all. And so hyping yourself up, challenging the negative thoughts and just validating your abandonment wounds can be a great way to start healing the abandonment that we all can relate to. Thank y'all so much for being in this space and for engaging in the vibration of this conversation. If you have anything that you would like to share with me, please DM me, always open to a chat. And yeah, 
until next time, wreak havoc. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pretty Intuitive. If you haven't already, please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes and a rating on Spotify. It will help the show out so much and it helps amplify my voice and it helps other people see this podcast. Love you, bye!